2: This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries, Amelitary, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. We
1: stand on the So, if you're ever in the Alexandria, Virginia area, come and stop by the embassy for one of our weekly services. We just wanted to say we love you and we hope to see you soon.
3: Enjoy this powerful series from Dr. Mills entitled, Spiritual Authority, Gifts.
2: Uh, Let's look at uh, something else. I want to go over here to... I think it's the 12th chapter of Romans. Now, I'm going to begin reading at verse 3 because verse 3 is a passage of Scripture that we always use when we want to talk about faith. and We want to talk about the the measure of faith that people have, which really the measure of faith has to do with the ability to use the gift and giftings that God has given to, to, to us. Are you all with me? Okay, beginning with verse 3 he says I say through the grace given to me now he's talking about the ability that's given to me to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think Uh, you got to understand what he's talking about here he's talking about you thinking more highly than you ought to think about yourself because of the gift and giftings that God has given to you oh sure you can say Okay, so what? Does that make you better than anybody else? No. Sure, you can preach. Does that make you better than anybody else because you can preach? Sure, okay. You may know how to teach the word of God a little bit, but does that make you better than anybody else? Nope. So he says now, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Are you with me? Uh, more highly than you ought to or think, but think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So each one of us have a measure of faith that has been given, or the measure of faith that has been given to us. Why? Because it's faith that operates the gifts. Are you understanding? When people come up for me to lay hands on them, man, I'm doing this in faith. And then when I, when I feel the power, you understand, because through my action, power is released. My act of faith releases the power. Right. <laughs> see, some of y'all won't act. So you see no release. Let me just ask you parents that are in here. How many of y'all lay hands on your children before uh, you would go and get a bottle of medicine for them? Do you understand? Some of y'all. A few of y'all. Okay. But, but then after you get the medicine, now you won't pray for them. After you get the medicine, now you thought about God. You didn't think about God initially taking authority over understanding that whatever has come against your child has come from the devil. It's not from God. So it's got to be from the devil. So you gave the devil that length of time that you went and got medicine and all that kind of stuff, give it to him and everything. You gave him access to your child when you should say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, be healed. I'm talking about you knowing who you are, understanding that you have the power in you to free your child from whatever Satan is trying to put on your child. But because, you understand, you don't even believe what you have in you. You don't even believe who you are. You believe more in medicine that mask the the, the, the whatever it is that, that that's going on as opposed to the power of God that can drive it out. I'm not telling you not go to the doctor, I, but I'm talking about the very first thing that you should do for you take them to anybody. Give me anything is that you should be rebuking and bonding, laying hands on your child because, you know, the power of God, you know, that the power of God is in you to deliver.
3: Amen.
2: Set free. I'm talking about you all who call yourselves Christians. So you can't see the power. You can't see the kingdom of God at work because you won't work the power. And that's in anything. Yeah? You know, we, we talk about kids. I'm, I'm just using them as an example, all right? Just, that's just an example, okay? I'm talking about in any situation that you know that the adversary is working in to destroy your witness, destroy you, your family, destroy your future, whatever it is that you want, whatever he's doing to destroy that, you have authority over that. That's right. That's right. Amen. 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 Are you all with me? Some people don't believe that. Some of you all shake your head, yeah. You don't believe that. You gotta get to the place. Believing is your will. I can't make you, God can't even make you because God has given each of us a will to do.
3: That's right.
2: And you can will to believe if you allow yourself to. You can will. My preaching is not going to get you to believe anything if you don't want to. See, you have to want to believe God. You have to want to believe that there is a God. And it's your will that's involved. You will never know God until you will to know God. If you don't will to know God, you won't know him. And nobody else. You have to want to know God. Are y'all with me? Okay. So let me go on. Y'all with me? Praise the Lord. Verse four says, for as we have many members in one body, but all members do not have the same function. You see that right there? What it say? For as we have many members in one body, but we all but all the members do not have the same function. Let's look at uh some other translations um so that we can just see this. Amen. y'all don't mind me just going through the Bible this morning, do you? Do y'all believe the Bible? Yes. Oh yeah, that's what you say. Oh uh, yeah, Why? Okay, let me see you do something with it yeah right. <laughs> Yeah, I believe the Bible. Yeah, yeah right. Mm. yeah I'm gonna believe with you. Amen. Now let's look at verse four and I'm going to read this. This is from the God's word. It says our bodies have our bodies have many parts, but these parts don't all do the same thing. We know that, right? And we know that about our body, but do we know that about the body of Christ? A body is made up of many parts. I'm reading from the contemporary English version now. And each of them has its own use. All right? Uh, The NLT says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function. So we all have a special function. I may not know what your function is. You may have to tell me what your function is. The Amplified reads like this. For as in one physical body, we have many parts, organs, members, and all of these parts do not have the same function or use. The um, Living Bible says this. Just as there are many parts to one body, so it is with Christ's body. And then let's just look at the message Bible. Message says this. In this way, we are are like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. In other words, you don't get your meaning all by yourself. And you're just doing whatever you want to do, you know, and forget about everybody else. No, you get your meaning from the body. What's your purpose and function in the body to add to serve the body? What's your function? This is not for you to, uh, you know, look at me. Amen. So let's finish reading then. Romans, the 12th chapter, and verse 5 says, So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. I'm an individual, but I'm not to myself. I'm still responsible to you, just like you're responsible to me. And so I can understand then when the Bible says if one of us likes something, we all do. If one rejoices, we all gonna rejoice. Are you with me? Let me finish reading this and then we'll go over to the the, uh, 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians. He says now, verse six, having then gifts differing Having in what? Guess what? You know what? I'm going to have to go to, I'm going to have to, I got to go to different translations now for real. Yeah. For real. I was, you know, I was doing all right then, but uh, we need, we need to, let me, I tell you what, let me just read down through this. The uh, God's word. Verse five says, um, in the same way, even though we are many individuals, Christ makes us one body and individuals who are connected to each other. The contemporary English version reads like this. It says, um, uh, that's how it is with us. There are many of us, but we each are part of the body of Christ as well as part of one another. the the NLT says, NLT says this. So it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. Wow. So now let's go to verse six. And NLT says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. For doing what? Doing certain things what? Well. Well. For doing certain things well. He's given us gifts to do certain things well. If you know you trying to do something and it's not and you're not doing it well, that's not your gift. I was talking about this last Sunday. You know. Last Sunday I didn't go to scripture, but I, you know, yeah, I got scripture to back everything up. You know. You trying to sing, you know you can't sing. I'm just, you know, I always use singing, you know. I'm. But uh, you know, 'cause a lot of people want uh want pots, and they want to try hitting notes. Don't do it well. That's not your gift. Because God wants us to do what we do, do it well. Are y'all with me? And we've got to come to the conclusion that we want to do what God wants us to do because we want to be able to do it well, are y'all with? Can you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I know. You know. Everybody would like to sing, and I'm I'm sure you sound good in the in the shower. But to come here to be a blessing, we we. <laughs> oh my God! i will go ahead and talk to these people over here because y'all y'all messing with me over there. But to come here so that you wish to serve one another. It's all about us glorifying God with the gift. It's not about us glorifying ourselves. It's not about us being seen. It's about doing well so that people can receive what God has for them. Not what you have for them, but what God has for them through you. So when we put ourselves in a position to where we're not trying to be seen. That's where he said, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. You don't take, all this is right here, but we don't take it in. It's right. It's in the Bible. We need to do whatever the word of God tells us to do. Why? Because we're representing God. And we're ministering to people for
3: God. Hey, WAVA family, this is Pastor Jay, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. We're so very thankful that you tune in every Saturday morning, getting up with us bright and early and getting this word in you so that you can be prepared to share God's love with others and live out this life that he has provided. Amen. God is so good to us all. Today, I wanted to look back at when Dr. Mills went to Romans 12.3 and was explaining how we as believers should think sober-minded and not think of ourselves higher than we should. Because God has given each of us the measure of faith based on our gifts, in the family of God, no one is more important than the other. We all play an important role according to God's plan. But family, I wanted us to pay attention to today's message a little closer. Did you catch it when Dr. Mills pointed out that it's faith that operates the gifts? And then he went on to say that when you're acting in faith powers release our acts of faith releases power and that power is by holy spirit holy spirit is vital in the life of a believer a couple of weeks ago i started a series entitled who is holy spirit and you can check out our facebook page for the past lesson or join us via our live stream tomorrow morning at nine thirty, as i'll be continuing with part three and what we're talking about is how holy spirit is one of three persons in the godhead He's our helper or that spiritual power that Jesus left us, that same spiritual power that raised him from the dead. This spiritual power is what allows us to do the same things Jesus did and even greater things, according to the word of God. Holy Spirit is our helper, our teacher, and our guide so we can take advantage of the life that Jesus came and gave us. When we talk about spiritual authority operating in gifts and acting in faith, this all has to do with Holy Spirit operating in us and us yielding to him. So when we're led by Holy Spirit, there's no question of our effectiveness to bring what God wants in the earth. We'll be sober minded because we are led by Holy Spirit and understand our true source of power. Let's look at Romans the eighth chapter verses 13 and 14. And it reads, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So like the scripture says, you all, if we live by the Spirit, we put to death the misdeeds of the flesh and we focus on the things of God. Having Holy Spirit in our lives gives us the authority to do things by faith. And when we do, we can confidently say, like my dad said in today's message, the power of God is in me to deliver and set free. And why? Because Holy Spirit dwells in me. Amen. Whether it's something that needs to be done in your personal life with your kids or for someone else, we're here to make a difference and Holy Spirit gives us the spiritual power to do so. We're talking about knowing who you are and the spiritual tools that you've been given to operate the authority that God has given you. And we have to want it. Folks, it is possible to be saved going to heaven and all that, but not ever take advantage of the power of the Holy Spirit provides us. In order to live the God kind of life, we have to realize it's not just all about going to heaven. Jesus didn't come and die and was resurrected for us to live a defeated life. We must receive the Holy Spirit and we must will to want him in our lives. Dr. Mills was talking about willing to believe God. And what matters is that you have to want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. God gave man free will. And like the word tells us, Holy Spirit is a gentleman and will not force himself on us. We must accept this gift freely. Let's look at Acts, the eighth chapter, verses 14 through 17 from the NIV translation. And it reads like this. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. And when they arrived, they prayed for the new believers that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. So listen, you guys, you must receive Holy Spirit. Just because you have accepted Jesus doesn't mean that you received Holy Spirit. He's not automatic. But when we accept him, we have access to the same power. And like in today's lesson, when we act in faith... Things happen because we've released the power of God in the earth. We are led by Holy Spirit to do things, and not our situation or our emotions. If Jesus needed Holy Spirit to come into His life to fulfill His purposes and plans, well, then so do we. Listen, you guys, Holy Spirit can help us in every single area of our life, not just the tangible things, but also with the wisdom that we need to make decisions or even to counsel someone else. Holy Spirit gives us that spiritual power that we need to understand who we are, what not to do, and what to do. God has set us up for success, you all, and we need to receive Holy Spirit in our lives to guide us. This is Pastor Jay, and we'll talk next week. Enjoy your Saturday.
0: To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith.